Hey y'all, Antoinette here, and I am inviting you. Hey y'all, Antoinette here, and I am inviting you to take a bite out of summer with HelloFresh. From chef-curated seasonal recipes to their very new fresh and fit summer menu, HelloFresh brings flavor right to your door. And if you're looking to eat well this summer, HelloFresh's menu features calorie-smart and protein-smart lunch and dinner options. HelloFresh makes it easy to reach your food goals with flavor recipes that will definitely leave you feeling satisfied. Also, HelloFresh gets that you want options when it comes to what to make for dinner, not just the same old tired thing all the time. That's why they offer 40 recipes to choose from. Did you get that? 40 recipes to choose from every single week. So you'll never get bored and you can always find something new to try and love. Listen, it's peak time for summer produce and HelloFresh makes sure you get all of the best picks all season long. Their ingredients travel from the farm to your door in less than seven days for a quality you can taste. I recently made the Gouda Vibes Burger with tomato, onion, jam, and potato wedges. And I must say, this was one of the best burgers I have ever had. It was absolutely delicious. All of the ingredients were fresh, they were quality, and they were bursting with flavor. So what are you waiting for? Go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Again, go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Shanti. And it's Antoinette. And you are listening to Around, Around the, the Way, Way Curls. We are two Philly bred best friends who strive to produce content that is authentic, unapologetic, and exalting of the magic we see in ourselves and in you. Join us as we oscillate between love and light and money and dicks because, because duality, duality is a thing. Yes, How are you? Didn't love it. Uh, hello. Hi, sir. <laughs> Your lipstick popping. What did you I say? say? Your lipstick kind of popping. My lipstick popping. My lipstick like, red. What's crackalacking, chica? Well, a lot. First thing, I want to start off by saying that I went to the dentist this week. I am 33 years old. And I really... <laughs> you are 34. Stop lying I'll to be, 34 be 34 in December 15th the in a couple of days. The way you just tried to do that. I'm 34 years old. And I don't have many cavities. I pride myself with that. But I just... This one tooth, number 19, got away. And mm. now I have to get a root canal. <gasps> and I am... Poor, contrary to popular discourse, oh, and I'm going shit. to Temple University's School of Dentistry. 
Shout out to them, first of all. I've had the most wonderful experience. I've had the most professional, kind students and the professor teachers. But when I want to say that I was having an outer body experience while they were digging in my mouth. Did you get the root canal? Not yet. They, they're setting me up. So basically they have to shave down my tooth. It, it's just... I just and all this like to say my sister had to get that you should call her all this to say dentistry is the most traumatic strange medical field that I have ever experienced every time I go to the dentist I feel I feel this like deep in my body sense of violation and these were kind people. They were doing everything right. But I was like, this is so fucked up, what y'all are doing right now. And I love the dentist. You're I literally love them in my mouth. Pause. But I love it. Have you had serious I work dentist. done? I love Have you gotten your wisdom teeth taken out? Mm-mm, they grew in. Fine, I didn't eat them. So you too. haven't had any, like, di- ca- cavities? You haven't I, had no- a ca- I had one cavity in my life. You've had no major teeth work then no but i just love them cleaning my mouth i love when the doctor like picks and prods me and puts the scopes and shit in my ear i just love maybe it maybe it's people that have good health insurance like i just no think, i even when i was little i got like tingly like when you're people not would well. play in my hair that's really interesting maybe i like being judged maybe you're masochistic maybe you want to be bound and put a ball in your mouth and have no, put a dick in your ear i'm so sorry <laughs> yo why why because that's like this, is, that's exactly the same thing a ball in on your a mouth, wednesday cotton <laughs> balls like sis it's 706 on a wednesday <laughs> Chill, like, damn <laughs> they try to tell me i'm the problematic one there's nope. deep trauma with like and niggas was doing this shit with no anesthesia. Like, that's Who the part. Like, that? the history of dentistry, you have to be a psychotic person. Anyway, it just, I just feel, anyway, that's one update. And it has not left me and my mouth still hurts. And I have not even gotten the major surgery yet. So everybody pray for me. Shout out, not shout out, but like, I would love to talk to a dentistry student. Like, What's actually up with you? Why? <laughs> are you well? <laughs> Why are you doing what you do? Because they're about to get some bread. They're about to cake. That's why. And it also, it, yeah, it also brought me back to how different my life is and my upbringing. Like, the, to be a dentist, to be in school for like, to be a doctor, to be in school for how many years? Eight years out of undergrad i don't even know that's how far removed i Do am you to see that. my updates i literally was thinking about that but go ahead i just was not you. reared to have that kind of i don't know what it is like it, it, it like these are i just don't know what it is and i'm like should i be should jojo be a dentist yes Jojo's a star and a rapper. <laughs> Jojo's a Leo. <laughs> Jojo, she's amazing. That rap about that snowflake. I was Yo. like, oh shit, it wet the bed. And then she was like, we out early. I was like, yeah, freeway queen. I I just it just 
it made me again angry at my parents. And uh, I could have been a dentist. I went How to school. I was about to be a nurse. Like, I really was into that shit. I really liked the feeling and the energy. Maybe something's not well with me that I want to go digging in people's bodies. But anyway, shout out to all you people that are doing that, that are grooming your children to do that, that have achieved that level of professionalism and quote unquote success. You guys are demented a little bit, but very, very. (laughs) (laughs) I, I hold you in high regard. On my way back from the dentist, though. What happened? Again, JoJo, hype man JoJo. Me and JoJo, if somebody could record us in a car, they would... <laughs> they you would, should put one of the little video, the recorders. We up. should. We go crazy in the car. But she want, she likes to listen to Jay-Z, but I was like, JoJo, I'm going to put you on... T- She's a little young to be listening to Jay-Z. She really likes Jay-Z. Oh, gosh. We, I wanted her to hear all about the Benjamins. I mean, I wanted oh to hear God. more money, more problems. And then I went to All About the Benjamins. And I forgot that that is hands down <laughs> the best <laughs> sing-along rap song in all <laughs> of history. It's all about the Benjamins, She baby. said, want to bumble with the B, huh? Huh? Everybody's verse <laughs> in that whole entire song is karaoke like quality, the highest quality. <laughs> and I decided that if and when I get married, you know how people like choreograph dances? Because mm-hmm. how many people? That's why you put that in the group text? <laughs> I was like, everybody read that. It was like, ignore. What the fuck is she talking about? <laughs> there's Puffy. There's Jada Kiss. There's mm-hmm. Styles P. Little Kim. Lil' Kim. And then Biggie. So there's me, you, Jazz, Kayla, Amanda. All five of us. That's what we're going to sing. I would want to be Kim. You can't be Kim. I'm Kim. It's my wedding. Oh, wow. It's the best hook. You, you cannot be Kim. All right, I'm Diddy just dancing around this. Which I'll go to later, but anyway, <laughs> that's all I have to say. And um, I'm still keeping on with this homeschooling thing. Although I think I'm not going to create her curriculum anymore. So I'm still going to homeschool her, but I'm going, there's these curriculums that they give you the curriculum of what you should be teaching. And they don't like tell you what to teach, but they give you like, they break it down. So I'm definitely going to go do that. And... I think maybe Jojo can be an engineer or dentist because we're really learning math together. I learned fractions, baby. (laughs) When I tell you I completely understood converting improper fractions. Oh, shit. Queen. I don't even remember that. A queen you are. It all makes sense. Excuse me, I hit my mic. But listen, I understand how people love science and math because it's just like, fucking science it's just like the only thing we could depend on in this world is math and science at this time so (sighs) those are my updates speaking of school i was i was really thinking about the other day and i really want to be this person i I was working out like super late at night not it was like 11 30 on the weekend 
And I was like, this is so dumb. And then you want to know why you can't sleep at night because you've just gotten your body all hype, your adrenaline pumping, and now you want to try to rest? Like, you're stupid. Oh. So I was just, not nah, I'm stupid, but it was like, that's just not the best practice. Mm-hmm. So I called myself... Just like, you going to get up, girl. You're going to get up at 5 o'clock. You're going to be one of these people. I cannot get up early. Oh, you tried to flip it, it and do an early morning workout. It's impossible. I, it's, there's something in me. It's like it goes against my natural way of being. It goes against my beliefs. It just goes against, like, I am so against it. And I started thinking about school, and I was just like... <sighs> Can you believe that that shit started at 7.55 in the morning and we actually went? Like, what? I had to be up and out the house by 6.30? Are you I did that. I did that to a seven-year-old. Jolie was out the house at 6.30 in the morning waiting on the corner. That's unacceptable. It's just silly. But also, what? when you have a little baby that's screaming at the top of their lungs, you have no choice. But Or like a two-year-old that's like... I'm ready. I mean, I do. I have Blue, who's oh, and your cat like, is is. <laughs> she really she be screaming like that's a baby. That's exactly I'm like, oh how God. she do it again. That's exactly how she. <laughs> Her mouth gets all wide. I'm like, girl, you don't shut up. No, so I've been raising a kid, a baby. Like I've had a baby for nine years. She never grew up. And like clockwork, around six o'clock in the morning, she is screaming at me. Screaming. I know. I it might be something wrong with her. I'm not sure. But <laughs> that's just how she sounds. She'll bang the door down. Yep, she will. Ba- she will definitely will. Like it's so ghetto right now that I don't shut my door anymore. I just put a. Is your mic on? It is. Oh, okay, I got scared. I was like, it, I put a weight behind the door so that because she'll just run and push the door open and then. Before, like, my whole door was just wide open. I'm like, come on, Blue. So now I have a weight behind it, so it only opens a certain amount. But then you hear, boom, and it wakes me up in the middle of the night. And then she just will hop in the bed. But she hasn't been sleeping with me lately, so I don't know. But anyway, Carter left ER. And I'm just like, I don't know if I'm going to keep watching. He left ER to go live with Fandy Newton's ass in the Congo. Did she have the baby, though? Oh my God, girl! They lost the baby. I can't even tell you. I can't even tell you. She had to give birth to a stillborn. Oh. And he had to talk her into holding the baby because you know she oh. needed that clothes. She wouldn't. She wouldn't want to hold burnt. it. She acted her ass off in that role. But you know, it was a good like eleven seasons. And now I'm just kind of like, do I want to finish? I think there's only like four more, and I've really been going through them. Oh no, my mom and my sister are FaceTiming me right now. I feel like I'm missing an appointment. Did I agree to this? I'm unavailable, sis. Can we FaceTime at my They mom killed asked? D in um in the wire. Whoa, spoiler alerts. We got <laughs> That's why I was D. like stringer ain't we can't be doing this though. Like we're really Ain't nobody watching people, the wire no more. A lot of people are saying that they're watching it. You don't read the DMs. You need to read the D- anyway, these are my updates. Then, oh, I was really sad this weekend and I just didn't want to have any human contact. And I was like, I didn't fight the sadness for the first time. I didn't like judge myself for it. Instead, I really just embraced it. And I was like, you know what? This is how I feel. I know it's the COVID blues. And um, 
I, instead of just like isolating, I just kind of told people who I love, like, listen, this is where I'm at. I don't feel like talking. I just want some space. Uh, You didn't reach out to me. Um, (laughs) So (laughs) the people that reached out to me, I did. I I called you like that Friday or Saturday. Anyway, go ahead. What'd you say? What'd you say, girl? Uh, Then I answered. So you should feel even better. I was sad and answered the phone for your black ass. Um, But I'm also realizing in that I was realizing like, oh shit, I'm really embracing the fact that like, because I usually feel really obligated to like everyone, like even this call, the fact that my mom asked to FaceTime and I'm not able to do it. It's like giving me anxiety. But like just because I'm free doesn't mean I'm available. Mm, Say it again. Just because I'm free doesn't mean I'm available. And that was like this light bulb went off of like, girl, you don't have to be, you don't have to be available just because you're not working today or just because people see you on social media. Like I, some, I used to be like, oh, I want to post because such and such going to see it and they going to know that I'm ignoring. Like, no, I am free, but I don't want to FaceTime. I don't want to talk. I just want to Look at my memes and play Candy Crush and oh, watch ER. I hate that you watch and play Candy Crush. <laughs> I'm like an old woman. But also this weekend, I have to say, I'm still cooking my ass off, Get baby. It. I made a blueberry braised red wine lamb shank. Sis? Were you with real blueberries? Girl, yes. Girl, yes. You muddle them up. You mash them up. Put them in there with the red wine, honey. It was it was divine. It cooked at 300 degrees for six hours with carrots and pearl onions mm. and red skin potatoes oh. and thyme and the Asili Glam brown girl spice. That's not even a plug, but I dead ass did use her spices. And it was so good. It was so good. It's, and honestly, since we're here... Y'all need to buy her spices. They're really good. I use the, what is it? The Herbe de Provence. Or, 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 what is it? Herbe de Provence. Herbe de Provence. Yes. That's a C Spanish. I hate myself. <laughs> but no, it was it was so good. And it's, it was like a nice treat. It's it was actually really nice fun. Treat. Like you swear you're killing it. Like you do the white man like. The little salt hand. I yeah. swear, I'm, I'm like, I'm about to, this potato's going to be so good because I just put all these seasons on it. Damn. <laughs> it's really nice. But um, anyway, let's let's plug let's plug Brown Girl Spice right now. Brown Girl Spice is still available for purchase. It is a black-owned, woman-owned business where Sis is curating these spice collections that will blow your mind. So please go to Shop Brown Girl Spice to see what's available. Every single month, There's she's curating a different spice box, and um, you should definitely check it out. I'm really, really enjoying my spices. It's a lot of, uh, the quantity is real. The quantity is large, and um, I'm using them. I'm going to be sad when they're going, child. Did you use yours? I did. I've been What'd using use the, the dill and lemon. Ooh. I used the New Orleans blend. Yeah. Her blend is really great. The, the Silly Glam, Glam is, really blend good. is really good. So, oh, and 
I made a really good instant you'll like this. It's just chicken breast. It's like a pulled pork chicken breast taco, and I used the adobo sauce that she has. You mean like pulled chicken? What did I say? Pulled pork pulled chicken, chicken breast taco. Breast taco. <laughs> it was banging, but I used the adobo sauce, and it just it's with. I, I I'll send you the recipe. I won't bore you with it, but you will love it. It's so really? good. Slow cook. Slow cook. Shredded mm. tender meat. Do it slow. Do it slow. So chicken titties. What? <laughs> what did you just say? I just. What's wrong with you? The fact I just today? say things that you. <laughs> I'm like chicken titties. Rest? Like why hasn't anyone ever said that? No, oh, because it's chicken breast. Get got it? Because it. nobody's childish like you. <laughs> Ma, you chicken. making some chicken titties or not? That's amazing. I should next you child I have, I'm going to teach them. To that's the name. I won't say chicken breast. I'm like, these are some <laughs> chicken titties. <laughs> then the kid just uses it very nonchalantly because they're <laughs> uneducated and ill-informed. Um, pop culture. I'm excited. Is that this weekend? Keisha of the Coles and Ashanti are going to battle. What is that? A piece of um. Dark chocolate. Oh, that looks delicious. This is my sweet treat. I don't care. I I don't know. Who do I want? I um I don't know. Ashanti's I'm not Ashanti. Keisha Cole's a better singer than uh Ashanti. But Ashanti has more and Ashanti had the she had she had the beast of murder ink behind her. Yeah, she was like the hook she, girl. She for has everything. like a nostalgia that she will summon up in all of us hood Keisha rat got some, girls. Got some shit though. What, like the, what was she... Keisha's song that I loved? That wasn't my jam. Love that I knew what I was missing. Love I knew what he saw kissing. I love that song. I, I was that. screamed. I hated song. that specifically for that run. It's hard. Oh, it's stupid. <laughs> I didn't mind Heaven Sent. What was Heaven How Sent? How did that go? I just remember I didn't mind it. What did that? I don't even remember how it went. What's the one? Oh, but Love is the one that the rapper sung and she got real pissed. Like, that's fucking legendary classic soul R&B. You ain't going to desecrate it with your... <laughs> yeah. I'm excited. Shanti, I'm excited to hear, like, Foolish... I'm excited to hear rain on me. I'm just excited to hear like the murder ink shit. Ashanti really looks good as fuck. Yo. Like. She, I gotta get my life together. She looks really good. Sprouts. What did you do? <laughs> I just did you said say you gotta sprouts. get some Maybe Brussels I'll be Ashanti later. <laughs> I'll be Ashanti later. You know who else looks Fuck Ashanti. Nobody Maya. called me Ashanti till that bitch came out. Like nobody ever made that assumption <laughs> that my name was Ashanti till that bitch came out. My eight-year-old self, or however old I was, was really mad. Like, no, it's Shantae. If you're going to fuck it up, call me Shantae. <laughs> <laughs> my whole also, summer you... camp thought my name was Shantae. Because I... And you ain't even correct. Because I don't know how to assert myself. You answered to that shit. I was like, huh? <laughs> yes. Yes. Here. Present. <laughs> and then some of the older kids met my sister. And I was like, oh, you're Shantae's sister? And my sister was like, the fuck? No. <laughs> <laughs> you mean Shanti? 
I can see Bridget's white ass like, excuse me, please pronounce her name correctly. She deserves agency. Um, you said some really wild shit to me in my DMs that has really stuck with me the last couple of days and bothered me and like made me question our friendship. Let me just, and I know exactly what you're talking about. I'm really concerned. She so, said, so she said, you want to bumble with the bee, huh? Throw a hex on your whole family, dressing uh. all the black like the omen. Have my friends saying, this is from my homie. Do you know me? For making niggas <laughs> so sick. I don't know this part. You said, lost in the <laughs> six with the lex on the ritz. If it's murder, you know she wrote it. Something, something for your ass, bitch. Deep throated. No, you want to feel oh the womb because it's platinum coated. Take a pick, oh got a firearm, you should have towed it. Suck a oh dick, all that bullshit you kick. Play a hating from the sidelines. Get your own shit. <laughs> Why Go you riding mine? I'm a good fella kind of lady. <laughs> Stash Wait, 380s so and Mercedes. Puffy, hold me down, baby. Only female in my crew. And I kick shit like a nigga do. Pull the trigger to <laughs> fuck you. Foxy Brown could never. <laughs> could never. That's why you said it was stupid? Yeah, Foxy Brown okay. could never. Really? You're you going to put Kim I thought against you were saying Foxy? the concept. I want to say something to you, though. Foxy Brown got some shit. Like, I, I went and did a, a, um, a Foxy vs. Kim playlist on my own just to, like, hear it. And I was like, Foxy got some shit. Foxy, I don't know a whole lot of Foxy verses, right? But she got like it, it's for, not iconic for what verses is, because verses really is not about the rhymes. And let's not sleep on Foxy, because Biggie was writing Kim's rhymes and Jay was writing Foxy's. But the and then Foxy was also with the firm. The deliverance. Foxy delivered her shit too. She did. No. It's it's just certain like there's certain songs of Foxy that you like. Oh shit. And we forget. We forget because we love name him. name one song where you're like, okay, that that's her song. That's her shit. Um, I'll be with her and Jay. That's her song. No. What? She that's Jay Z's song. He's he, that's not Jay's song. That's her record. Let me. I'm going to the playlist. That's her record. Foxy got Hot Spot. That's she got it. Foxy Bell. She got Get Me Home. She got Il Nana, I'll Be. She got BK Anthem. What's BK Anthem? The BK Anthem. I don't know that song. I'm not playing this right now. I just don't think we need to disrespect little kids. Like, she deserves better. I'm not disrespecting her, but what I'm saying is that is... I'm sorry. Listen to this. Are you serious? (laughs) No way! I accidentally hit it. Listen. I love Kim, and I I would be rooting for Kim. But fo- I'm, all I'm saying is Foxy got some shit. She got some shit she that she got could some pull shit, out. But you she don't put di- her because that's not Kim's song. I, that's not Kim's song that you just rap. Like ain't no nigga. Foxy can pull that out. Foxy can pull out. Touch me, tease me. Like she could pull some shit out. Is I'm not saying that she I'm can't saying. pull it out, but she's not a competitor to Little Kim. But what I'm she saying would, is they always tried to put them as competitors so the, the verses make sense. Sorry. It does. No, it doesn't. They well, were, Kim's going to eat her up, spit her out. She's going to eat her up, spit her out, looking like a weird, deformed Barbie. Oh, my God. And she's How still going to do it. How can you big somebody up like that is gaslighting. What? You <laughs> built her up to break her down. That was fucked up. 
Okay, that was. Character. But she does look crazy, and we're not going to deny that. And let's see she how looks Foxy the way has she looked. Because Foxy was a bad bitch. But Foxy apparently looks crazy now. Is she? Can she hear? Do we know? What can Foxy you? hear now? What she you? was deaf. What? She was deaf for a little. You ain't know that. I did hear that, and I forgot that immediately. Foxy was deaf for a little while. Anyway, I would love to. I would lose my mind. I, I, obviously, I said I would dress up like Lil' Kim. Like, I want the outfit, the blue outfit. But, like, you know. We, that, I, real rap, a whole bunch of people after I posted that was like, can you and Shanti please, <laughs> please do a Patreon <laughs> that, like you guys did of, um, of Erica and Jill, of Foxy and Kim. I would even let you be Kim. I'm I'll let you win it. again. You're with the shits? Yeah. I'm I don't gonna know have if to I do my, a very good job at that. I got to make my um eyebrows real skinny. How are you going to... Oh, you're going to color them in? Yeah, I'm going to put some, um, some concealer <sighs> on that show. We could do it. I, we could just do an appreciation. I just... I'm just still very upset about that. But you think... You think... Lil, last thing I want to know. You think Lil' Kim was the same once Biggie stopped writing for her? No, but she still came out with hits. Like she still was thriving. What she came out? She came out with the um with the How many licks? <laughs> that song irritated the shit out of me. Like, My deep drawing that it's the real to make you feel like make bump feel. them in the club. In the club. And, uh, and, she came out with yeah. some shit. I mean I'm talking about like recent Kim. Like Did Foxy Brown Magic ever stand on her own without Jay Z? Like That's what I'm saying. It's a perfect match. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. It, it, for the culture, that. it is, dummy. Like, do we really think, not, I, I know this is your man, but we really think Nas is, like, as good as an MC as Jay? And a lot of people do. No, Got and it. they would never put them together. They would never put them in a Shanti, versus. That was the that was the rap beef of our, like, time. They stepped to each other, but it wasn't, like... And and that's Nas ate him the fuck about, up. Bitch. And Nas ate him the fuck up. But that's Nas ate him up because he said he had dick sucking lips. Dick sucking lips. <laughs> he so said stupid. Tybo Ho trying to work it out. <laughs> he called that nigga a Tybo Ho. Why they don't have that on the ne- memes with Jay Z like working out on the beach now is beyond me. <laughs> anyway, you not understand this. The cultural reference of this. I do. I just don't it. accept it. I just. Whatever. I don't care. We should do it, though. I'm here for it. You're going to be surprised. That one Foxy joint. Uh-uh. Why? Oh, why? Oh, that shit. When that comes on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she said, you an industry bitch. I'm an in these streets bitch. Child. She had a little fire with her. She All right, did. Politics is usual. I really don't care about any of this. Um, <laughs> I haven't been paying that much attention. I've been busy. But I did see um, white people are still tripping. I, I don't know what's going on in Michigan. But Michigan, it ain't safe in Michigan. If y'all black and y'all live in Michigan, I know it's a big place. But if you ain't in Detroit, watch your back. Because armed pro-Trump supporters. this You know, Michigan is where they were plotting to, like, kidnap the governor, right? No. That woman. Tell me about that. What? Oh, child, that's old, old news. We're not going to get into that. But they were because she was, she had all these like COVID mandates to try to keep their dumb asses safe. And they tried to kidnap her and the FBI found out. And it was Trump's fault because he was like egging them on. Anyway, 
armed pro-Trump supporters, armed, excuse me, pro-Trump supporters showed up at Michigan's Secretary of State's house armed to protest and threaten her for counting Oh, yes, all I of do know what you're talking about. With her fucking and kids. And this poor woman yes. was home with her kid mm-hmm. hanging Christmas lights, trying to explain to the child why people were outside her house with guns and shit. Could you imagine? Yeah, I heard an interview with her. Not the like, mother cub and me. Uh-huh. I'd have I'd have killed every last one of them. Like this is my child in my home. You playing too much. Y'all play too much. Right. Like we don't do that where I'm from. That's crazy. You cannot show up like that. But it just goes to show how insane people are, and 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 how propaganda mixed with ignorance is so dangerous. It's so dangerous. And you know what? Like they believe him. That takes me into the whole this whole vaccination thing. It's really it's really making me look at myself because of course my my response is like, no, I'm not getting a vaccination. But like I have been thinking about I, I see how easily influenced I don't know influenced, but easily determined it's not even my parents are determined to have Mm. this like belief in QAnon and those are the same folks that you know are you serious yeah like I don't know if they believe in QAnon but these kinds of ideas of like mass pedophilia rings and you know they're all out to there's always this like they don't think that that's like the democratic party leaning that up right Cause that's what that's based in. Is they're saying that no, like, they the definitely Democrats. believe that the Democratic Party, like liberals, this idea of the big L liberals wow. are like, you know, satanic deviants. I'm like, hey, they may be. I'm the, I'm not saying that your parents are liberal though. No, they're, they're not. Crazy. But like they, I'm talking about in terms of like their lifestyles. Mm-mm. That's the mindfuck. Like like, uh-uh. No, you can be, you know how many like homeschooling, natural, homesteading ass, religious. Because they're small government. Yeah. People are like, believe this kind of stuff. But it's just making me break down my own beliefs. Because that's, you know, I was, as I get older, I'm more and more aware of the absurdity on both halves as well. I feel like I got Rich Rashid sent me this video and he was talking about like magic and like logic and how a lot of the people that believe in all of these conspiracies and are mistrustful of the government and vaccinations are also folks that like believe in like magical that are very deeply invested in myths whether that be religion whether that be like there's this big bad thing that's out to get us and like the world's going to end and Mm -hmm. i was like (laughs) 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 i was like i definitely am attached to this idea of the world ending i'm definitely attached to this idea of like us and them and i was just like no it's just far more complex and it's just far more complex and nuanced than that and i and i i also think that the quote unquote liberals and the democrats and the people that believe in science can be just as 
um, by, uh, polarized as the people that believe in. Definitely. And they totally discredit the fact that, especially within the black community, especially within poor communities, their relationships with the medical institutions mm-hmm. are of course built on deep trauma like me saying that when i go to the go to the dentist or as women or as black women especially we go to the hospital and there's this fear this fear mm-hmm. that white women don't necessarily or folks that have always had health care have always been treated with kindness have always known health establishments to be spaces of that are welcoming and honest and caring and actually aid in like rehabilitation or whatever. That's not the case for a lot of people, whether it be for, for my case, especially I have parents who have always taught me to be mistrustful of like medicine and, you know, Mm. big pharma is out to like get money, fuck health, fuck preventative measures and I just feel like there's an opportunity now with this vaccination. I'm, I'm exploring it in myself, but I feel like everybody should be talking about these things because I just think it's a it's sad. Not sad. I just think they're oversimplifying people that don't want to vaccinate and people that do want to vaccinate. People mm-hmm. that believe that... Um, there's a lot of people that are in the middle. There's a lot of people that are in the middle, but I don't know if those are the, the discussions. It's like either you're like a religious are, person are, or you're, you're well, a science mind. You, you're magic or science. You, have you been watching like the news and stuff? I've been listening it? to NPR and listening to uh, tons of, of conversations around people trying to organize a community, especially around the black community specifically. Yes. And, and, and the one thing that I'll say is that I have been impressed with is that at least on the news sources that I've watch like the view cnn even um M- like msnbc obviously they the first thing they do is validate the concerns and they bring up the past and like the fact that like there's absolutely reason for these communities to not trust vaccines to not trust like we get we get why you feel the way you feel so we're not going to discredit your feelings. We're just going to try to figure out a way to, I guess, win you over now. Um, which is why, like, people were making fun of it. That Barack was like, I would take it on, on, like, I would film me getting the vaccine if that helps. Because he knows how many, you know, his picture in a lot of black households is like next to white Jesus. Like he's held to that, like in that standard. But I also think that the way that we view vaccines is from a very American standpoint. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I, there's this tweet that I was reading that was really interesting and I was going and, and reading the thread and this girl wrote, um, y'all don't want to wear masks. Y'all don't want to stay indoors. Y'all don't want a vaccine. Well, what the hell do you want? Why is everything in America so fucking unnecessarily difficult? And so someone responded and said, girl, because this ain't a real pandemic and people die from the flu pneumonia every single day, every single year in large amounts. Some people view it as something other than a public health crisis, but our government has a history of being deceitful to its citizens for ulterior motives. Someone else chimed in and said, y'all know this pandemic is worldwide, right? Everything isn't always about the U.S. government. 
you realize that the entire world is fighting this pandemic. It's not just about y'all and your history. And I was like, wow, I didn't even, <laughs> I didn't even consider that really either. But, um, again, I think that I'm, so, I'm, I'm even somewhere in the middle. I'm somewhere in the middle of like, I absolutely want a vaccine. Like I, I want one, but I also am scared shitless to get it. I'm also like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all go first. <laughs> y'all go first. Y'all try it out. Let me know how it goes. Cause it's just, it is, it does feel scary and it does feel rushed. And as much as the C, CDC is saying like, no, this is not rushed. Operation warp speed is, um, doesn't have anything to do with the testing. It has to do with like the, the, the research and the implementation of getting this out to folks like us mobilizing to make it available. Um, so, Hey Jojo. Hi, Joe. She can't hear you. It's in my oh. headphones. Okay. She, she just came to me like, hey, what if my lungs hurt? What? Her lungs hurt? I don't know. It's just safety. All right. Bye, Joe. I love you. You are the sunshine in my... Is that COVID? Wow. <laughs> if you don't talk to that child. <coughs> anyway, she might need a vaccine. But I, I mean, <laughs> we're going to Oh, see. and then you have to give your children vaccines? Oh, my God. I think that you're like exposing yourself right now about this vaccine thing because like most kids grow up with vaccines. What like do you mean like expose them? I already said it. I've never had a vaccine. I was grown up. I was raised in a house where you, I, I, I could have gone to nursing school, but I would have gotten, had to get all of my lifelong vaccinations. And I was like, I'm going to get pregnant. <laughs> I, I keep making that joke. Pregnant. I'm a comedian because I have like, <laughs> like some jokes that I just <laughs> lay up for myself. <laughs> but like, but I'm what's happening is that I'm interrogating because it's not because I have a whole bunch of files like, well, because in this case study, we're seeing that 85% of children with vaccinations have developed. Da, 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 da. I don't have that. I just have these notions of what how I've been acculturated in my own family. And, Mm -hmm. and I don't think that because my family is alternative and conspiracy centered, that they're, that the interrogation that I have to do is any less than folks whose parents are like science centered and like, you know, we got it. Like, I feel like everybody really has to do work to figure out how they feel. And I think I'm just, I'm just exhausted by, the dismissiveness that each side is is how dismissive each side. I don't side see is. the dismissive. I I, I have. I'm oh, my parents are dismissive. That. How could you go get a? How could you do that? How could you do that? Another oh, side is how I could see. you never do that? How could you be so selfish? You don't want to vaccinate. Yeah, I guess because I am in the middle of like God, I really want a vaccine, but they got to go first, which is I think the majority of how folks feel. <laughs> So I a lot of people do, flack are, for that. are not down with this shit. But a, f- a friend, um, you know who you are. Shout out to you. We were walking and she made a good point of like wishing she could speak with her grandmother who like at one point in her life when they had these diseases now that are don't exist anymore because of vaccinations at one point they were like affecting a lot of people a lot of children were becoming becoming handicapped and disabled because of these things whether they be polio or i don't know old-timey crickets or some shit whatever the niggas was getting rickets crickets 
(laughs) (laughs) Shingles. I I don't know what the fuck old timey people got. But like there was a point where a vaccination was introduced and people were like, like, I wonder how people responded to that. I wonder if there was a lot of resistance. It feels like. We think this is a new thing when it n- is not necessarily new. Like vaccinations. Somebody said. New. Somebody said it cracks. <laughs> this Twitter, I love Twitter. Somebody said it cracks me up how how many people are so worried about this vaccine, but it's gonna go fuck somebody else's man without a condom. Child. Good luck. Talk about <laughs> it. It's like, Ooh. oh, you got sound effects over there. Too? <laughs> 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 All right. Well, more to come on the vaccines. Um, we do. We haven't had one of these. We have had them. I just haven't played them, and they got outdated. But we have a call, and I didn't listen to it, so I hope it's child. You haven't listened to the call? Oh, I didn't finish it. They'd be like, fuck you, dumb, bald-headed bitches. You (laughs) light-skinned, bald-headed girl. I'd be like, you ain't talking to me. She ain't talking to you, Shanti. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you, you know what? You need to bring up that colorism thing. That you said to be earlier. I was like, I hate you. <laughs> that brown people get away with everything. Like dark skinned people feel the brunt of shit. Light skinned people, y'all also have your stereotypes. People assume you're a certain way that you get a certain entitlements because of you. And then brown people just like, I don't know <laughs> what y'all talk about. I don't have no, I don't know what that's fact, like. I'm still, I still do not stand by the fact that you're brown, <laughs> but you got it clean. I'm like, you're uh, fucking, you're no. light skin. You uh, Rashid and I talked about it. Rashid is my shade, and he Who too. A lot of brown skin like, people are just you like, hype. yeah, no, nah, I don't know what y'all talking about. Like, we we all right over here. Like, <laughs> like I'm somewhere in the middle. Like y'all, like, y'all, y'all cool. cool. Like, like I get what you're saying. <laughs> dark skinned people are are being dismissed they not getting their play light skinned people y'all get too much play we get it but we're good we, <laughs> we get over here <laughs> keep mixing y'all, y'all figure it out mixing. your kids will be good y'all get to here <laughs> y'all need to love each other to create more us's that's so funny <laughs> and problematic I'm sorry and problematic problematic queen there you go all right, let's listen to this. Let's see how it goes. She left two messages. I'm hoping that the I first hope she message the will out. suffice. That would be quality entertainment. Oh, there. I feel like there's probably some. There's also somebody who keeps calling about car insurance, and it gives giving me anxiety. <laughs> like, who the fuck stole <laughs> one of our social security numbers or something? Then stole our identity, gave them this number. <laughs> they are really serious. Like, somebody is in danger of losing their car insurance. <laughs> Shout out to you. You know who you are. Like, who is it? Your insurance is about to be gone, honey. Like, reel it in. Ciao. <laughs> it's very stressful. Anyway, let's see. Hey, guys. Um, Yuzo, uh, Antoinette and Shanti. Um, I was listening to your episode earlier today talking about aging, and I um, definitely wanted to call in. I've called in you guys before, but I wanted to say, um, I, first of all, I love, uh, I'd love to say talking to you guys, but listening to you guys. Um, it feels like I'm talking to you guys. It feels um, so familiar and I realized recently that I've listened to like every episode now so like now I'm craving um 
the new episodes that come out because like I just definitely want to hear from you guys and um <clears throat> your thoughts on things and this was a really good episode I loved um you know one thing that you guys really um <clears throat> talked about that uh, resonated with me was uh, how you related to your bodies and with aging and I it's I've often been thinking lately about my body and how my younger self would think about my body and I always um I so I am um I think I, would, I haven't weighed myself in years but the last time I weighed myself I was 280 I think right now I'd be around 260 um so I'm 5'4 so you know <laughs> uh, not uh very thin I identify as fat and um I, you know, my younger self always wanted to be thinner. She always wanted to be skinny. And when she pictured herself older, I definitely always pictured myself thinner than I am now. But when I look at myself in the mirror now, I am so happy. Um, I feel so content and, like, very good. I'm, you know, um, doing yoga every day. I feel good in my body. And when I do have, like, aches and pains, I take care of them. You know, I'm paying attention to definitely listening to my body in that way. Um, and like you guys said, like, I'm, I definitely feel like I'm more, I'm becoming more connected to listening to my body. So this is getting a really long message, but <clears throat> I just wanted to say, um, Antoinette, um, I think you guys should have a conversation about, uh, like fat bodies. Um, Antoinette, I don't, I hope this isn't like triggering, but like, I, I, um, I, I, the way that you talked about, um, like you don't want to get older and be like heavy set and you identified that with like having diabetes. And like, I think that like, it's like something you guys should talk about because that is, um, like a stigma, you know, like people who are older and heavy set, they don't all have diabetes. They, there are people who are older and taking care of themselves. I, um, am in my twenties, right? Okay, I didn't really want to leave such a long message, but <laughs> I just want to um, really message to you guys. So I just wanted to say um, I'm in my 20s now, so I don't want to, um, you know, I'm, I'm I'm younger than you guys. I don't want to say my uh, age to, like, discredit my opinion. <laughs> but um, for real, like, I think that um, – as long as you are taking care of yourself and that you are listening to yourself and making sure that you feel good, checking in with your doctor, definitely getting the test done that you need to. If you have access to that, if you have health insurance, um, you know, you're, you're going to be okay. And I think that we all have to uh, become like, as you guys said, gracefully accept um, these things about our body. Like <clears throat> I, I think if uh, my younger self knew that at this age I was going to gracefully accept how my body is now and how, like, I legitimately love it. I get turned on when I look at myself in the mirror sometimes. Like, I love my body, and um, I think um, that's the key. Like, we have to find that um, contentment within ourselves and acceptance, graceful acceptance that, you know what, this is the – beautiful vessel I've been given to walk this right on um, in this lifetime. Uh, so just thank you. I'm going to take care of it. I'm going to love on it. And that's all.
I hope you guys are well um, and blessings for the rest of the year and the new year. Shout out to her. We are now. I want to say that maybe I misspoke. I was not saying that everybody that is heavy set has diabetes. I said I didn't want to have diabetes because that shit runs in my family rampant. And most of the people in my, most of the women in my family are very heavy set. And I don't want that health issue just because I know that it's prominent in my family. I also want to say that shout out to you for being content, for loving yourself. I think my preference is to lose some weight because I know that that I feel better that way. It's less about aesthetic and more about feeling where like, I like being active. That makes me feel good. And it makes, I don't feel good when I'm not able to be as active as I like to be because I, I'm not fit. Mm-hmm. Does, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like, so, and of course, like I've been really open about body issues and things like that, but I think where I'm at right now is like, I do feel good in my body. I do feel sexy, but I want to strive to, to be better. And I think that's what you and me were talking about of like being conditioned to like take on adulthood in like a different way. Yeah. Like, and I love that in a graceful way, I guess I want to like also amplify that because I was telling Antoinette, I was not very graceful with myself today trying to do push-ups and strained my neck. And I was like, that wasn't graceful. My body, I was trying to get to five. Like, Not five. Just five. (laughs) And I got to five and I heard pop. And now I'm, no. And that's the thing for me. It's like, I have to be able to to lift shit up and put it down and to get up and down stairs and shit with, with grace too. Like I want my body to be conditioned to like what I remember it to be. I remember feeling really good when I was like working out every day and like having energy and, you know, not having certain aches and pains in my knees and my this and my that. Like it's, that's just super important to me, especially as I get older, what I know it's just going to get harder as because your body, as you get older, deteriorates. And I guess I, so. I just want to do it in a graceful way because I try to go real yang when my body's like no. I don't know no, if five is real soft. yang, but but I'm 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 that out of shape or not out of shape, but my body needs to be toned. And I did it right when I woke up. You should do and yoga. I was like, yoga I was is doing like yoga, child. And after um, I did yoga, I try to do five push-ups, <laughs> but I was not stressed stretched enough. I, don't I know. love the fact that the practice of yoga is like be where you're at. Like, it's your practice. And apparently where you were at was four push-ups. <laughs> Nigga, that's where I was at. The nerve of me. Thank you for sharing. I don't think that she was said really her beautiful. name. Yeah. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, You're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. 
Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Uh, thank you so much, sis, for calling and sharing that and checking me and holding me accountable. I did not mean it like that in any way. No stigmas over here. Um, Cause shit, Halle Berry ass got diabetes and she ain't big, but she got it. Diabetes. Shit. She got the she, she got, got the, the sugars. sugars. <laughs> 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 All right, let's take a break and shout out to Halle Berry. There was no shade. Um, let's take it. Oh, you know what we didn't say? God Who rest that woman's soul. Halle Berry. First of all, I heard that Lisa Ray had beef with she Halle was. Berry. Bitch, she didn't sit have down. That's why I don't fuck her. with you now. <laughs> Yo, light skin ass. Energy. You can't be messing you with the brown folks like that. You better keep that fucking energy when I'm beefing with somebody. <laughs> when I'm beefing with somebody, you don't have that energy. You be it like, depends oh. on who it is. No, you be like, mm, well, you know, you know. And now you're learning and you know who to trust and bring in your circle. I'm like, bitch, why haven't you cursed anybody out for me yet? It depends on who it is. I get the energy for the right one, child. Child. You just be the the niggas you don't want me to have the energy with. Oh, yeah, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) Shandy had that energy for an ex of mine. She was like, what? (laughs) Yo, I was laughing about that. That's a longer story. Cracking up. I do want to say rest in peace. I don't know how to say this poor woman's name, but rest in peace to the actress Natalie DeSille Reed, who was in BAPS, who was in a bunch of Medea movies. She was in that show um, Eve, even though her name wasn't Eve in the movie in the show, which was confusing. But it was so that's so sad. She died at a at a young fifty three. Damn, I know I, I saw know. that. Um, just speaking of Halle Berry, might as well. Pour one out for sis. But anyway, let's take a break. Um, and we will be back with our main topic after these messages. Hey, y'all. Antoinette here. And I am inviting you. Hey, y'all. Antoinette here. And I am inviting you to take a bite out of summer with HelloFresh. From chef-curated seasonal recipes to their very new fresh and fit summer menu, HelloFresh brings flavor right to your door. And if you're looking to eat well this summer, HelloFresh's menu features calorie-smart and protein-smart lunch and dinner options. HelloFresh makes it easy to reach your food goals with flavor recipes that will definitely leave you feeling satisfied. Also, HelloFresh gets that you want options when it comes to what to make for dinner, not just the same old tired thing all the time. That's why they offer 40 recipes to choose from. Did you get that? 40 recipes to choose from every single week. So you'll never get bored and you can always find something new to try and love. Listen, it's peak time for summer produce and HelloFresh makes sure you get all of the best picks all season long. Their ingredients travel from the farm to your door in less than seven days for a quality you can taste. I recently made the Gouda Vibes Burger with tomato onion jam and potato wedges. And I must say, this was one of the best burgers I have ever had. It was absolutely delicious. All of the ingredients were fresh, they were quality, and they were bursting with flavor. 
So what are you waiting for? Go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Again, go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping. And so we're back. Um, I'm gonna try to my best to like re-textualize, recontextualize, and reiterate the revelations that I had previously in this week. No, I um, I was talking to somebody on the phone, and this person was kind of having a hard time with work and like finding themselves in a pattern of that, that continues to happen. And as I was talking with them and kind of working out, you know, the source of their, why they keep making the same decisions or why they keep feeling the same things around something, I kind of started unraveling my own patterns and so I recently, um, I, I, I definitely had the revelation that, and I say this all the time, like by theory, you know, this is a common thing that I say like, oh, I, I don't, especially around work, especially around work stuff. So if you, everybody on the podcast, if you were listening for a long time, you often know that Antoinette and I, my work styles are very different. She's far <laughs> more of um, a workhorse and pushes herself and, you know, dots her T's and cro crosses her T's and dots her I's. Whereas I'm a little, you know, if I'm tired, I'm going to step back. I'm a little like laissez-faire with it. And so, you know, we always talk about it and the difference I've always said in theory is like, oh, you, you just don't want to be great. You don't, you don't, you don't want to know what it's like to like be great. And I, I, I always like slightly agree, agreed with that, but I didn't really understand it. And so as I was talking with this person, an incident recently happened at Sable and we have a product that's like liquid gold. Like this product, you would think it's Beyonce tickets. It sells out within two hours of me posting it. And with this product, I have precise amounts of what I have. You know what I mean? Like I have 12 of this, 12 of this, 12 of this, 12 of this. And so I put the site the product up online and again within two hours it was completely sold out meaning that all of the products had a buyer and had an address to which they were going to go to and had a package in which they should be in and so I ended up going to the studio where I pack all my packages and I wanted to get a head start. I wanted to make sure that everybody got them in a timely manner. And so after like four hours of work that I was there, 
mind you, my um, assistant, one of my team members there, she had been there maybe like, you know, four hours before me. So she was on her eighth hour. I was on my fourth hour. It's late. I have Jojo with me. And we pack every package. Every package is accounted for. I feel a sense of relief. I turn to the shelf and there's one of these products left. <laughs> and so in my body, right. in my body, immediately, uh, like when you put your hand on a stove and you feel the effect of the heat on you, immediately in my body, an alarm went off and said, something's not right. And that was my first reaction. And then I followed up by talking with um, the person that was helping me and being like, yo, why do we have this one scent? And mind you, this was one of the most popular scents that we could possibly have. And I, which was also further evidence that like something wasn't right. And the person didn't know what was going on. And I made the decision to be like, all right, I'm gonna see how this plays out. I know, I know something's not right, but I'm going to take the chance. I'm going to take the risk to see what happens because I don't want to have to make this person stay longer after they've worked a very long shift. I have my 10-year-old with me. You know, I'll figure this out. And another part of my pattern is I can handle what the consequences are. And so I went home. Everything was, you know, da-da-da-da, two days pass. I get an alert from a customer. Oh, I, I get a, somehow or other, it wasn't even from a customer. Within the system, things are all just, it just becomes very obvious that something went wrong and the wrong products went to the wrong people. And originally, I was just thinking, like, oh, fuck. Like, this is, you know, I wanted to even blame it on the assistant. But as I was talking to this person and going into their patterns, I just realized how by me not listening to my body, not listening to my intuition, not listening to my gut, not listening to my business, not listening to just common sense. I betrayed myself. And that mm. betrayal comes from a deeper belief that I hold about myself, many beliefs that I hold about myself. One being that I'm not an organized person, I'm, or I'm not capable of being an organized person, or, you know, um, or this other belief that I have that I can handle shit when it when it when it's fucked up. Like I can always I had the capacity to to make things right. And these are belief systems that have led me into early motherhood when I really wasn't necessarily ready to be a mother. It's led me into really hard partnerships, both business wise and relationship wise. It's led me um, just to really consequential events in my life that, yes, I have recovered from them. 
I had the capacity to cover from them. I didn't, you know, lose my shit, but they affected me deeply. And they have, I continue to hold these beliefs about myself and I continue to make choices that support these beliefs around myself. And it just became really, really apparent to me and it also became really, really apparent to me how much those quote-unquote beliefs are a choice rather than a fact. Because in reality, my body, my intuition, my everything is actually on point and like knows when shit is not right. It knows when it's not as organized or as not as tight as it should be. It knows when it needs to assert itself and and... Um, stand up to people, whether it be saying yes or actually we have to stay here longer and make these orders correct. It actually is not true that I am this, that I'm as helpless or I'm as a much of a victim or I am not an accomplice to my own. I'm not creating this. I'm not trying to like intentionally, at this point it's like intentionally reinforce these beliefs in my life and so I was like really overwhelmed when that became a reality when I like felt it beyond just like theory of like "Eh, I'm scared of being great because you know I don't rock with this idea of greatness so it's always just like Mm -hmm. yeah but what the fuck does great mean and I, I never will be like I aspire to greatness more than I aspire to like not betraying myself and being as in alignment with myself as I possibly can be. And I can see and I can feel and I can go back to the time, the moment in, in my days. I can go when, when I betray myself. And so I called Antoinette and I was like, Bla-la-la. and I asked her if she has this similar kind of like, and the person on the phone, I asked the same thing. And that person was like, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, I know exactly when I'm betraying myself, when I'm making choices that are, that, you know, support these false narratives or the, I don't know, what, I don't know what the word is, but I asked Antoinette the same thing, so I just kind of wanted to, like, open up this discussion around, um, and deepen this discussion around listening to our bodies and ourselves because for me it's a visceral thing that happens and I just wanted to know Antoinette does that resonate with you and if so how and what areas because you had you been in that situation you'd have been like oh fuck that we got to open all 32 packages they're all wrong we got to trace it you can't do this Mm -hmm. shit again like you would have responded in a different way yeah, I think, okay, so a couple things. I think that, yes, had it been me, I would have absolutely stayed. I probably would have let her go, and I would, probably would have double-checked every little pet, bit of work she would have done, which is not healthy either because I don't, I, I it, it leads me to the um, someone who micromanages. micromanages and wants to control everything. Uh-huh. It, wanting to control everything is also from trauma. Of like, I need to control everything so that I know, you know, like that's not healthy either. But 
in listening to you and you're talking about like, I'll never strive for greatness. I think your greatness is not betraying yourself. No, it is. And I think, I think that you've kind of hid a little bit behind this, like, um, behind that false narrative of like, Oh, I, you know, I, I'm, it's like, even like with the girls where it's like, Oh, you know, Shanti, she's, that girl is free as a bird. She's the wind. She's this. Ha 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 ha. It's like, no, like I've watched Shanti start whole ass businesses and like from the ground up, like she, she knows how to focus. She knows Mm -hmm. how she, she's very much equipped for this work. But I think that when when we tend to get scared or things get tough, then we fall back on like what we're comfortable in and what everybody has or, or what other people have told us who we are, right? On like other people's idea of us. And it's like, okay, that's how they see me anyway. So that's who I'm going to yeah. be because that's, that's okay. Or because um, I don't know how to be anything else. Like I know it's but, in me. I know it's you in do. me, but I don't you, know how to. Well, I, th- I would argue that you do. And I, I think that it's a matter of perspective. It's a matter of like, you you knew how to, when you didn't have a job and had a child and was in a relationship where, that you didn't want to be in, you knew how to, okay, I got to get, I got to get to work and get determined whether you valued that work or not. You knew how to put your life together. You knew how to put yourself in in a position to be able to afford the apartment that you have to be able to send Jolie to private school when she was going there to be able to start a business from the ground up and manage a podcast and like you knew how to do it. Um, I, so this notion, I think that's when I get most frustrated with you. It's like, I, she knows how to do it. Or like, this is a choice at this point. No, it's a choice. Right. This is a choice. And it's a choice because she's shying away from who she really, who she is. Who I could be. Who you are. You are that. You've done it. Yeah. That's that, that, even that, I'm not letting you say. Like, you, who you are. So like, yeah, well, can Sable go to the next? Can, is there more to do with Sable? Of course. But the hard work to get it to where it is was already done. The hard work of piecing yourself back together after an abusive relationship was already done. The hard work of leaving your mom's house without security was already done. The hard work of moving to Guatemala and then being like, you know what, this ain't for me and coming back was already done. Like that, those types of choices are choices that I find so hard to make. That's where I betray myself is like the faith and like just being like, I'm going to do it. Well, interesting enough, all those, some of them, some of them weren't, but majority of those choices, I what they, it wasn't me going against alignment, so to speak. It's just this, it's just this other level. I guess it's a leveling up. I hate these words. It's another deepening of, it's a deepening of listening to myself. That's like, You have, you, yes, you, you, for whatever reason, I have the capacity to, to hold a lot. Like I can do a lot of things and it not freak me out. And like, I can juggle a lot of things, but are all of the things as tight as they could be? 
No. No. And I need to go deeper into that. Yes. But it's like, I don't know. That requires a level of assertion, discipline. It's not even discipline. Me listening to myself. Like, anyway, it's just a level of like. It is discipline. Dry. Assertion. It, Discipline, confidence. Drive, it's confidence. Confidence, it's organization, confidence all of those things. That I but, have to. But you keep, you're separating the two in a way that I'm uncomfortable with. It's like the logistics shit. It just comes. It might come a little harder, but like it's the same shit. It's the same like just doing the work. It's like double checking it. And some of it's skill based. Some of it you're going to learn along the way. And honestly, this is no shade, but some of it is like some of the way that I am is, is because you went to college. We're so different. I have to say some of it is that because I was forced to have that level of discipline and learn certain skill sets. I was in like my jobs were always, there was always admin in my job. There was always a deadline I had to make. There, there was always that kind of thing, unless I was serving. Even in performance, like if you don't know your lines, if you don't, if you come yeah. to rehearsal three minutes late, it, even it, it, it's so interesting because, like, I'll be honest, like, if we're being vulnerable, sometimes, you know, we'll be ready to record and you're still setting up your mics and stuff. And the old me of like dancer me and actress me is like, you're not ready then. Like, if we were to show up to class without, being dressed or without our point shoes on, without being warm, without being ready to go at, let's say class started at eight, you're not ready and you need to get the fuck out of the theater. Cause if it starts at eight, then you get there at seven thirty and you prepare. Like it's those types of things. So in working with you, I also realize a lot of shit comes easy to you that doesn't come easy to me. So like I do all this prep stuff, like even you you recording Shanti you're so talented we're like you don't even have to look at the outline you just shit's just off the dome and like it's amazing and great and it's just like I don't have that skill set I'm not as skilled and so I I look at you and I'm like she's so skilled that she's able to do these things without with without doing some of the prep work if she did some of the prep work imagine what would happen? Fucking imagine if she asserted crazy. herself and saw how skilled she was. I think you look at it as a, as a, like an Achilles heel, and instead it's like a superpower that you're able, that you yeah. to navigate when and, and so for me it's like instead of getting down on yourself, it's like yo, you should be so excited now of like yo, now that I know this, my shit's about to flourish for real, for real. Now that I know how dope I am. And I'm about to like own that and and assert and like live in that and like carry that into spaces and say, no, this order is wrong. I understand you've been here all day. Happy to help you. Whatever this is, like we have to we have to do we things. we have to guarantee, you know, because these orders are correct. There's a certain quality, a certain standard yeah. that we have to uphold. And that helps. I'm I'm I don't want to keep talking about myself, but I, I know that us that's connected to respect. Right. Like there's a level of self-respect mm -hmm. that I have for myself and that I demand from other people and that. You know, shout out to the person that helps me. She listens to this. She's amazing. She's on point. She handles everything. 
but I I would love to grow with her. You know, like mm-hmm. I I had that. Yeah, I just I just remember managers, bosses that I had that were just able to lead in such a way where it was like you you knew what you had to do and you you were you were excited and you were it's it's teamwork it's building it's how she learns respect for me it's how i learn respect for her it's how the the whole shit gets stronger but i also connected I think, to like damn there's a lack of self respect that i have that i let that go that i didn't that i didn't trust myself that i didn't assert myself that I didn't help her and demand from her to do the same. Like, no, you know, this is not what we're going to do. It's a motherfucking Sable Collective. Like, this is what, this is how we show up. This is Like, this we, is how like, we show up. Our name and is I this. need to know that you have a gut feeling as well when I'm not here mm-hmm. that you're like, oh, this is not right. I need mm-hmm. to check it out. Anyway, I, I also want to say like, some of the best managers and like management is hard. Leading is hard. It's hard. It's hard. I was a terrible leader. Oh, I would never. Um, when I was, I was, I was a terrible leader in, in, in high school and stuff. I, I was like very authoritative and like, it wasn't good. The best leaders I think now are, um, people who just, <sighs> at least when I'm on certain teams, there's, they, they know how to make everything. They know how to withhold their, like uphold rather their standard, but they also know how to bring calm through the storm of like, and and that calm is in their confidence Mm -hmm. where your belief that like, I know at the end of the day, they got it and they're going to make sure I have it. And like, they can shepherd the team along in a way where they're clear about like, I think part of it too, Shanti, is like you understanding what what this person needs to in that moment and what you need to do in that moment is so important. That's 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 such a good quality to have as a leader and to look at your team and know what they need. Yeah. You know, and be able to talk to them about it. I think for me, I don't betray myself in work um, in that way. I think that so much of my identity uh and I and I enjoy it but a lot of my identity has been in being efficient Mm -hmm. and like it's really important to me to always um always uh come across as that as like you might not like me you not my you, you I might be a lot of things but you will never not say that I'm I'm not that I'm unproductive that I'm lazy, that I'm, that I'm that. And I think that that just comes from childhood. It comes from, uh, just having a very disciplined background, both at home and both in my extracurricular activities of like, like people think that dance is just fun, but like when you're dancing competitively, when you're doing shit, like it is, <laughs> it is no joke. And, it, and, and when you're showing up to auditions, that shit is so cutthroat. You don't have time to not be your best because there's a billion other people ready and willing to be better than you. And like, I think part of it too is going to the college that I went to and being the poor 
black girl. I'm the porcelain princess here, but I was a poor black girl there. And I was determined to show everybody the fuck up there Mm -hmm. in every way. And so I carry that with me everywhere that I go. But I think where I betray myself is, and we were talking about it earlier, is when I betray my body. Because I learned from a very young age that it's easy to do that. Mm -hmm. Mm. And so... That's where you find these? Um... And what I do you think mean that betray the, your body because your body speaks betray to my, you. Betray my body and how I take care of it. Betray my body and how I can look at it and who I share it with. Like all of those mm. things, I I find that where like something will be screaming at me, mm. and it's like either it could be don't eat that, you're not hungry, you're bored, or um you should be working out you you made time to work out and you know it's going to make you feel better why aren't you doing it or this person this doesn't dick is deserve so small girl he this don't deserve dick that. is trash <laughs> why do you keep telling this person it's not <laughs> <laughs> shout out to you you know who you are <laughs> no but i'm serious it's like Mm-hmm. Um, and I've done that less and less. And, and, and honestly, like me sharing my body, like I, I have, um, gotten so much better at that where I'm like, actually, you know, this ain't really this shit either. Ain't I, that's free. not what I like or whatever. But right now I think my struggle with COVID is showing up for myself and like working my body out. And so it might sound like trivial, but like when I put something in my mouth, and I know that I didn't need it. And I know that it's not nourishment. And I know that like, it's not just like a little treat, but it's like, you're, you're like binge, you're self-sabotaging mm-hmm. at this point mm-hmm. because you know what the result is. Mm-hmm. And the result is going to be, you feel more sluggish. You feel tired. You're going to feel guilty mm-hmm. about it. It's not the conditioning that you want. You want to be more conditioned. You want to be this. And I don't want to I don't want to sit here and, and and tell people that they need to like monitor their old intake and this and this and this. But like me struggling with food goes it, it's much deeper than just food and it's much deeper than how I look in the mirror. It's I I would overeat when when I was a kid because I was being molested and raped and that was how I made myself feel better, mm-hmm. you know, the dopamine and everything. I'd be like, oh, okay, this makes me feel good. Mm-hmm. And so I betray myself when I go back to those habits of like, it actually doesn't make you feel mm-hmm. good. And so I always feel like, is that what's coming up for you? Is it not just boredom? Is it that you haven't really dealt with that yet? Which I don't think it is, but I say all that to say, we all betray ourselves sometimes. And I think that every day is a choice not to. Every time I stay up stupid late and don't go to bed and rest myself for no reason, it's no like, reason. girl, don't you want to get up early and work out? Don't you say that all the time? Why are you, why is it three o'clock and you're still playing Candy Crush? Tell me. Tell Explain me. It to me. Explain it to me, nigga. Like, what What's is the deep-seated reason? Because you exactly. think you can't do it. You think you can't deserve it. You think you can't. You, why do we do these things? Because it's it's supporting, and I, that's what I want to go back to. What it what stories, what cycles, what drama are you trying mm-hmm. to continuously pe- play out? 
What? But also, I want us to acknowledge that we're doing it less and less. Oh, no, of course. And I want you to acknowledge of course. that, too. But this was like, like a big revelation to me that mm-hmm. I was like... Yeah, it, it definitely and hit I was you like, in a oh, way where... Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. I, I was that girl on the other end watching you ugly cry like, ooh, it's ugly. It's really ugly. <laughs> I'm listening, but damn. Oh, my God. The mascara is running. Shit. Oh, God. If she keep rubbing her eye, it might pop out. <laughs> it was... No, but I'm... Deep. It, it is deep. It's deep, deep, deep. It's deep. Because I was like... But we all do it. But I, I and, think that we... <clears throat> And I'm going to go to my um, crazy magic leaning side is that like these, these choices that we make, they affect your life. You're building every choice that you're making, you're building your life. And like, I'm, I'm tired of putting out unnecessary fires I'm tired mm-hmm. of knowing something about somebody deeply to my core and then letting that shit play out and then having to recover or having to like, you know, be like, oh, girl, you knew that was happening. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I'm just like you said, I'm so curious to know what my life, what my relationship, what I will feel like physically to like have that ping that says nah or yes and have the courage and listen to it to do it like what does that feel like and i think that oh you know you know i know i do i know what it's like to do that but i want to get big er strong er dope er mm-hmm. like wise er and i think it's connected to the conditioning of my body like i want to know what it feels like to be strong as fuck mm-hmm. you know meant like emotionally and mentally spiritually right. as well to be like oh something right with you i'm gonna head out or like this is not right let's do the work to figure out what's going on and i think that i think you know none of this is rocket science either none of this is like hard spiritual cleansing and baths and it's just like oh, oh i feel this thing i'm not going to do it I, this food doesn't make me or feel I good. feel this thing. I'm going I'm to going dive to do in. It. Like, I'm going to go ham. Right. I'm going to do it as well as I possibly can and show up. And it's funny because I see JoJo. Oh. And I she's see flourishing. in her, like, this. she's brimming with, like, mm-hmm. you know, and she's a Leo, too. Like, she likes attention and, like, she just the way that she can maneuver energy with people i'm like yo i hope you don't shy from that shit because it's magic it's like mm-hmm. joe where did that come from <laughs> anyway. believe it or not part of it is you part of and i know but you and you don't see it it's always so easy to see other people than it is to see yourself and to like celebrate yourself, um, but like it, yeah. It this is when the other side of all of this is us at our best, and I'm just so interested in that and that alone. It's like I'm grills. so interested in me at my best, right, <laughs> bitch. Like, don't play with me. 
Don't let me don't let me be out here running and shit again. It, like me at my best. Play play if you want to. I, and, and honestly, even today, like I was stupid exhausted, stupid exhausted. But I told myself, like you're gonna have to record later. You're gonna have to try to edit this. And even that, like I already posted on around the way. Curls like y'all might not get an episode tomorrow because I have to listen to myself and I might be too tired to edit this shit tonight. It's my turn to edit. Yes. But like, and that's okay. I'm still gonna try to get it done because it's only eight thirty. But I say that that I woke up and I have my standing desk that I invested in. I put my trampoline under it. I looked in my calendar. was like, when can you jump on this bitch without anybody seeing you? When can you go off camera? And I was literally in here doing knee ups for like two meetings for like an hour. I was like, no, it's not the the interval training that you wanted to do tonight, but it was something. It was great. And you're going to be mindful school. about what you eat today yes. because you're not going to be able to do the body weight exercises. And those are the kind of decisions that I want to make for myself because I, it, I make them with such ease with everything else. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's so frustrating. Like I can sacrifice so much to meet a deadline. I can sacrifice so much if we need a fucking media kit for some shit. Mm-hmm. I can stay up all night and edit this and edit that and do that. But like pouring into me, why do you struggle, sis? And that is the hard conversation that you had to have. I, this is a little bit off topic, but, and this person did not say this to hurt me. I recently reconnected with someone who, who meant a lot to me a lot and still does. Um, and we were just re, we were just going over our relationship, um, that, that, you know, was up and down or whatever you like many different things. And, Something that they said to me, and they prefaced it so many times, they were like, I am not saying this to hurt you. I don't want you to take this the wrong way. But there was one time when someone asked them, like, why didn't it work out, you know, with her? And, oh, what the fuck was that? Oh, my papers fell. (laughs) It's fine. Um, And that person said, you know, it's really hard to love somebody who doesn't love themselves. Mm. And I was just like, and, and it's, and it's, it's um, and it wasn't an excuse. He wasn't making any excuses, but I think he offered that to be like, um, for me to have some perspective on where I was. And and when I heard it, it didn't hurt me. It was more so like I'm so happy that I'm not still there. Mm-hmm. Oh my like, god! So sorry. Unacceptable. <laughs> this is what I'm talking. It's like I'm playing. <laughs> But really, like, I, I sat there and I listened to that and it didn't hurt at all because I knew that I wasn't that same person. And I, and I was thinking to myself, like, wow, I'm, I'm not completely where I want to be, but damn if I don't feel good that I'm not there. Yes. You know, like, you might not be completely where you want to be, but damn it, you're not still serving and, and betraying yourself in that way for money. You know, like... The little victories are important. And um, on this this journey called life, child. It's graceful. You go at this. That's the way. Right. As we try to get better every day um, and we hold ourselves accountable, accountability can sometimes really hurt. Mm. And so it's important to acknowledge when you are putting one foot in front of the other and making strides and doing the work. Mm-hmm. I think that's really, and I think that you need to do that too. And you know, I'm going to beat you up and be hard on you and not beat you up, but I'm going to hold your ass accountable. Like, yo, 
but like, I'm also going to big you up too. You call it gaslighting, but I'm also going to be like, bitch, you're a bad bitch. So that's why I expect this from you. Cause like you out here, I'm out here running these strats. Listen. Yes. You bought you next year. You'll be on Oprah's favorite things. I'm clear about it. These are a few of my favorite things. <laughs> Girl, a singer. You are not. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I, I'm just happy I'm it's not all theory. You know, I like really get it. I understand. I overstand now. I overstand. I was I like, know you oh. do the way that face was. She was like, I just betrayed myself. <laughs> and I knew it. I knew it. I was like, child was on the bus with a fucking grandma cart like sis. Um poor <laughs> you were. On a fucking struggling. bus with a cart. That's what nightmares tr- are made of. Listen. That is scary. And listen, you know what I wanted to do? I wanted to order food that day. And instead, I said, nope, you're going to go buy some good food and prep it and wait outside of Trader Joe's line for an hour and a half to even get in that bit. Oof. I'm so over New York. Girl, I'm ready to go. I'm ready listen. to go, but I ain't ready to go. If that makes sense. I'm, I'm over the lifestyle. But I know as soon as the weather breaks, I'm going to be like, this is why I love here. Oh, it's so nice. Ciao. Anyway, good episode. Anywho. Did you see that you made Jade's favorite things? Jade's got a favorite things. I'm obsessed mm-hmm. with her. <laughs> it was like the Sable Collective. I was like, ah. I got to follow. Th- I got to share that. No. <laughs> I, I said, that. come on through, child. That's better than Gail and them. <laughs> anyway. Well, onwards and upwards, black people, light-skinned people, chosen brown people, dark-skinned people. I can't. I'm so sorry. The fact, see, the fact, that's privilege. The fact that you can even say chosen brown people. If I was to say chosen light-skinned you people, Don't you it would fucking be so come out fucking your face canceled. and say that. <laughs> <laughs> your face. Your face. <laughs> you, I would, they would be like, You would oh, be they're canceled. Done. You would cancel me. You would join the bandwagon like, mm, That's I told That's fucked her. up. That nice good girl. <laughs> Child. No, just kidding. I'm sorry. No, you're not. Y'all know. Anyway. Um, All right, well, well, well we can you do, Can you give us an um, affirmation for this? We haven't had one in a long time. Affirm us, child. Affirm us listening to ourselves and not betraying ourselves. Give it to me. Come on. Um, and don't say amen. <laughs> I say namaste, baby. Stay one brand. I pray. And I know. The thing is, is, I don't even pray. I fucking know it. And y'all motherfucking fucking know this shit too. Did you feel it in your body? You feel it in your chest. You feel it in your stomach. You feel it with heat. You feel it with illness sometimes. Sometimes at the point it's for illness for some of us. But your body, your spirit, you, you want the best for yourself. And you are giving yourself so many signals. Like your heart is beating in your chest. These signals will continue to come to you. You continue to feel them. 
every day we're going to begin to surrender to them and we're going to begin to listen to them and we're going to build the courage and the tenacity to be some bad bitches. We're, going, we're just going to show up for ourselves in ways that we've never felt before. And we're going to feel that change in our bodies, in our relationships, in our growth. And it's going to be a slow and steady change, but it's pulling us daily. When we wake up, when we go to sleep, we're in communication with something that's really, really, really divine for lack of a better word it's just like we we are well equipped there's nothing outside of us no one outside of us that can guide us the way that we can so let's listen to ourselves put down the fried chicken put down <laughs> the fried tofu let that small penis go go Girl, sometimes it be the big ones though that be getting you. You got <laughs> let that big dick let. go, child, because you know that thing ain't right for you, child. <laughs> <laughs> let it go, child, uh, and let us think. change into something else than what we are right now. Even though we are grateful for where we are. Oh my Ashe. God, that's <laughs> namaste. That's, hey, baby, that unraveled a little bit. I was with the shits, and then I was like. Unraveling. Not anywhere oh but God. Just kidding. <laughs> oh God. All right. Well, hopefully you learned something on this episode of Around the Way Girls. Uh, you're exactly where you're supposed to be, and also where you are is horrible. <laughs> so <laughs> because duality is a thing. I love that. You're ex- <laughs> You're exactly where you're supposed to be, and it is hell. Hell is hot. <laughs> like dmx said that's so funny <laughs> he knew love <laughs> 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 love okay well if you would like to call into around the way curls please call us at 215-948-2780 that is 215-948-2780 um I think that is the end of this here episode, episode 108. Doesn't have a title yet. They will hopefully be out on time on Thursday. We'll see. We will see. All right, well, with that, we are out. out. Amen. You have just heard an Around the Way Curls John. Follow them on Twitter at ATW Curls and Instagram at Around the Way Curls. We oh. out early. <laughs> Very good. If Peter Piper pecked him, I bet you Biggie bust him. He probably tried to fuck him. I told him not to trust him. Lyrically, I dust him. Off like flesh, hit hard like slash hammers. Bitch with that platinum grammar. Diamond cluster hustler, queen bitch, supreme bitch, kill a nigga for my nigga by any means, bitch, murder scene, bitch, clean bitch. 
Disease free, bitch, check it. I write a rhyme, melt in your mouth like M&M's. Roll with the mafia. Remember them? Tell them when I used to mess with gentlemen. Straight up, apostles. Now strictly niggas the jockey. Kill a nigga for the figure. How you figure? Hey y'all, Antoinette here, and I am inviting you. Hey y'all, Antoinette here, and I am inviting you to take a bite out of summer with HelloFresh. From chef-curated seasonal recipes to their very new fresh and fit summer menu, HelloFresh brings flavor right to your door. And if you're looking to eat well this summer, HelloFresh's menu features calorie-smart and protein-smart lunch and dinner options. HelloFresh makes it easy to reach your food goals with flavor recipes that will definitely leave you feeling satisfied. Also, HelloFresh gets that you want options when it comes to what to make for dinner, not just the same old tired thing all the time. That's why they offer 40 recipes to choose from. Did you get that? 40 recipes to choose from every single week. So you'll never get bored and you can always find something new to try and love. Listen, it's peak time for summer produce and HelloFresh makes sure you get all of the best picks all season long. Their ingredients travel from the farm to your door in less than seven days for a quality you can taste. I recently made the Gouda Vibes Burger with tomato onion jam and potato wedges. And I must say, this was one of the best burgers I have ever had. It was absolutely delicious. All of the ingredients were fresh, they were quality, and they were bursting with flavor. So what are you waiting for? Go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Again, go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping.